Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey, everyone. We're Carol and David, and we're so excited to welcome you to our podcast. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. And David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know, we love talking and learning about everything related to sex and sexuality, sexual health, and of course, sexual pleasure. And we love diving deep into the naughty, the taboo, and the unknown. And we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Great sex matters, and we all deserve it. We sure do. And, you know, as you know, we are here at the beautiful Hito 2 Resort on the Grill Beach in Jamaica, and we've been here since January 15th. Yep, we escaped winter, and we are working from this amazing tropical resort. You know, if you can work from home, you can work from Hito, right? Absolutely. So, do you believe in love at first sight? Have you ever had an immediate connection with someone that felt like destiny? What would you do if your perfect soulmate turns out to be a swinger? On today's show, we're going to talk to a newlywed couple who met on Match.com during the pandemic, fell in love instantly, and got married six months later at Hedonism 2 Resort in Jamaica. And we're going to talk about their journey into the swinger lifestyle as a new couple and find out how it changed their outlook on sex, love, and marriage. Yeah, and we actually spent some time with them, uh, intimate time as well, which we'll get into in Great Sex Matters. Ooh, I thought we don't kiss and tell. Yeah, but we fucking tell. Okay, sometimes. (laughs) But before we get into the show, we want to take a moment to talk about our top waterproof blanket because great sex is messy sex and nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot. So if you're fed up with having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils or silicone lubes to all sorts of sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket, that's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket, Great sex starts now. It sure does, and so does today's show. We are Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are so excited to have live in front of us today's special guests. We have Victoria and Brian, and of course, they're the newlyweds I mentioned earlier, and they're Hedo virgins. Now, they're not real virgins. They're just Hedo virgins. Uh Uh-huh. So even though it's their first time at Hedonism Resort, they decided to get married here, and we're going to hear all about their first experiences as Hedo virgins. Victoria, Brian, thanks so much for being here and taking time out of your wedding week, honeymoon, honeymoon and yeah. everything to be on our podcast. Thank you, Carol. Thank you, David, for having us on our show. Wow, this is going to be a fun show. So you guys, one of the things that, of course, has happened in the last year is COVID. And during the pandemic is when you guys met. But tell us how COVID has changed your life in this last past year. Uh, wow. I think COVID affected me in that it was harder to meet people there's a lot of people out there because when i was kind of single and looking for a relationship there's a lot of people that were giving out the COVID excuse and it made it a little bit more difficult to get someone to agree to meet with you on a first date somewhere so you felt lonely you felt more stifled because you couldn't get out and meet people yeah, it, was, it was keeping you isolated um i didn't I never had a fear of the of COVID. Uh, I just wanted to. I was more interested in getting my life moving on. So, Victoria, tell us a little bit about what happened with you during the COVID year. How did it change your life? Well, to begin with, I work from home, so my work life didn't change much, except for the fact that in the beginning, my company did lay off a substantial number of staff members, and that was the worst day of everyone's life, even though those that stayed with the company. It was just so sad Mm -hmm. and devastating. Mm -hmm. Lots of tears that day. Uh, My dating life, I was single at the time when COVID swept through and isolation started. Um, My dating life was fine. I mean, I always look for the opportunity. So 
But how did how did you get out there and actually meet someone, or did you do virtual dates? Uh, no, I did not do any virtual dates. I mostly met at you know coffee bars, patios, maybe by a park, you know, on a park bench, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian and I met during COVID, and our first date was actually at his apartment. I went ahead and took the leap of faith in meeting a stranger at his apartment because we talked uh, on the phone for a while, and we built a relationship, you know, without meeting uh-huh. on the phone, and it was great. So you actually met each other on Match.com. We did. Okay. Oh, there's and a story about yes, that. Yes, I want to hear that. So he pursued me in the middle of the summer, and I was already talking with someone, kind of feeling promising with that person, so I totally ignored him. And who I was talking to fizzled out very quickly. And a month later, Brian came around again. Hey, I really, 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 really like you. Ah. Take a look at my profile. Tell me what you think. And I did, and my jaw dropped. I literally had to pull over. Uh, well, I was pulled over, but I literally had to take a breath. Wow, how did I miss you before? This is amazing. So I text him. I'm like, I am driving right now. I will text you later. <laughs> and Now, once you went through the dating process, did you actually have, like, sexting before you got together and had sex? No, no. We... No, we just kind of met, had a conversation, and it felt fluid. So the conversations we were having over the phone matched the kind of conversations we were having in person. So when you met online, but you didn't start texting each other at first, and then you picked up the phone, was that the second stage? Messaging and phone calls. We never sexed. Okay. But Victoria, I can see what you see in Brian, because like me, he's bald. And us bald guys (laughs) have this special aura that comes out. Exactly. So you guys talked a lot on the phone, and then what happened when you guys actually had to get together physically? Can I tell the story? Yeah, tell Okay, so August 8th, I originally had a date with, uh, a blind date with someone from Match.com, and I wasn't feeling it. He was texting me, this other gentleman was texting me, and he was getting rather sexting-ish, wanting to do nude pictures and such before we even met, made me feel completely uncomfortable. Right. So I just stopped talking to him, and I texted Brian I said hey you know I have a date tonight I'm not feeling it I'd actually rather hang out with you we've never talked about meeting at this point okay and I said absolutely let's do it don't you love an aggressive woman and he (laughs) said don't worry if you want to go on this date that's fine in the past I was in a swinger relationship and that was the first time you mentioned swinger that was the first time anyone's talked to me about swinger so I was like oh really Tell me more about this. I have to so hear. So you're still on the phone at this point. You haven't We're actually met. Correct. Okay. So you heard about the swinger word even before you'd seen each other. But did you know anything about the swinging lifestyle <laughs> when you mentioned it? <laughs> That's a great question. Okay. So he asked me about this. And okay. Do you remember the, the days of MySpace? Uh-huh. There was a, um, well, you could say if you're married, you're single, you're divorced, and you're a swinger. I chose swinger back in those days because oh. I thought it was a fun word. I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> so, yeah, that is a funny story. I didn't story. Really know what it meant. Right. I just knew it was different and fun. So what was your comment when he said, oh, I'm a swinger? I said, please tell me more. I have to hear about this with, with like, exclamation marks. Okay. And I just want to ask, Brian, before we get into this, is while you were texting and talking on the phone, it was going through your head, I'm sure, when do I tell her that I'm a swinger? Like, Were you, like, worried about her reaction? Um, I really wanted her to like me, but also it was important for me to be honest about myself because that's the worst thing you can do is hide something about yourself that you know is important to you and then wait until later to reveal it. And then you've wasted not only your time, but their time. So how much time has passed now since you guys met and you've been chatting and now you tell her you dropped the bomb that you're a swinger? It was probably our first conversation. Yeah, it was, it was one of the first conversations we had. Okay. So now you ask him, tell me more, tell me more. What was the first thing you wanted her to know about the swinging lifestyle that was important you that you got that out? Oh, I told her that I had been in the lifestyle since high school. Okay. And that there's a lot of misconceptions about the swinger lifestyle. And I was trying to get her level of knowledge on it before I dived too deep into the topic. It's like talking to your kids about sex. Right. <laughs> tell them a little bit and tell them a little bit more and wait for the questions and answer right. the questions, right? Right. So, so Victoria, what was your, your feeling that this guy is a swinger? Were you scared? Were you apprehensive that maybe he's not for you? No, it actually came across as though uh, he was in and out of the swinger lifestyle. So mm-hmm. at this time, he wasn't necessarily active in the lifestyle. Okay. Um, I was totally comfortable. In fact, I was intrigued. Oh, ah, okay. Mm-hmm. 
And so what was the first thing that you did? Did you want to learn more? Did you go out on your own and start Googling wait, Swinger? Wait, did, you oh. ask, did you ask him? So you let, you want other people, like if we're dating and you want someone else to fuck me while I'm fucking, like, no, well, that wasn't the first not question? At, not at first, because no. remember at this point, we haven't physically met yet. Okay. Okay, go on. So, yeah. Would you like to hear about our first date? Yes. No, the first date, the first fuck is going to be at the end. Remember? Okay. Great sex matters. So we want to learn more about your feelings uh, about the lifestyle and okay. how you're learning it, okay? So he drops the bomb. He tells you you're a swinger, and now you want to learn more. You're intrigued. She didn't run away. Right. Where did you go for information? Right off the bat, um, I put myself in that situation. Could I be in a relationship and have someone that I trust and love and have sex with other people and have let him have sex with other people and do it together. And right off the bat, I put myself out there to try to imagine empathetically, what is that like? And I couldn't do it. I told him, I couldn't do that. You couldn't do it or you couldn't imagine doing it? No, I imagined it. Okay. I, I imag- and the feeling hurt me. Okay. I, I couldn't do it. It's interesting because most of the world don't understand that swingers are emotionally monogamous but are okay with having sex with other people. Right, almost like having a sex toy in your bed. Uh, that's what I didn't understand. Th- there's, there's no love involved in swinging. And that's exactly Except what loving I... loving to have sex. <laughs> yeah, the that's love That's exactly sex. what I told her. Okay. I told her swinging is more like having a bunch of sex toys at your disposal. Right, except they have hearts. <laughs> so, Brian, I would imagine that your sex drive is quite high. You've been in the lifestyle a long time. You like having this variety. Um, and now you're hooked on this beautiful woman. What did you? And you weren't sure if she was even going to accept the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. What if she didn't accept the lifestyle? What would you do then? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Thank God you don't have to go there. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I remember telling her at one point that if... Like, I had a monogamous relationship before, and um, I got married to that person, and it didn't last. It didn't last, but not because she wasn't a swinger, but because there was other issues at play. Um, And I thought to myself, could I do that again? And I said, if with the right person, I could. I could do that again with the right person. But they would have to have a really high sex drive. Right, right, exactly. So if you were to ask us that question, we couldn't do it. I don't think if we had to remarry, I think I would have to marry another swimmer. Someone who's sexually open-minded, who's okay being naked on the beach, um, who um, not on a regular basis, even though it can happen, but on a sometimes basis is okay getting involved in an orgy. That's who we are. When when we found the lifestyle at Temptation in uh, Cancun uh, way back in 2007 or 8 or whatever it was, we really feel we found our calling and that's who we are and um, if, if we had to go out and date and meet other people that person would have to be open-minded because otherwise we feel that there'd be something missing in our lives and maybe that's what was really missing in your other marriage I'm not saying yes or no I don't really know what, what happened but somehow in the back of your mind you needed that and so after Victoria realized that I can't do this what were the next steps what did you do after that I don't want to dock something just because, you know, my feeling. I want to have knowledge first. So that initial imagination of doing it, I was like, no, I can't. But I don't want to stop there. I need knowledge to really understand this. So I dived into podcast. I opened my iPhone. I went to podcast, typed in swinger to see what would come up. And the very first thing came up, casual swinger. I'm like, okay, let's start here. Go to episode one. And I listened through. Because I work from home. I just put it on while I'm working. It was fantastic. Got a lot of knowledge. Then I looked up audio books. Tried to get some fiction, uh, swinger fiction. Listened to those. And listened to some other podcasts. Found you guys. Yes, okay. Love it. And then I did some research uh, of swinger clubs or resorts or something in the area where I live, which is Orlando and Secrets Hideaway is there. And so Brian saw it as well on his search. And so we went there and just because I'm an introvert by nature, wanted to get comfortable with the experience, the environment first. So we went there on a newbie night. It was a Thursday before Labor Day. And you went there on your own? With Brian. Oh, okay. Together. Okay. Okay. Together. We had a tour. It was fantastic. 
I wore lingerie underneath the dress, so if I felt comfortable enough, I could take that off. I've never been in the nude open before, so I felt comfortable enough. I wore lingerie just walking around the pool at night under the stars. It was beautiful. We went to the playroom. Their playroom has some private rooms and an open area. So we went to the reflections room, which is full of mirrors, and had a good time there. So you had known each other how long before you actually tried swinging together? That was a month. One month. So in that month, you met him for the first time. You talked about swinging even before you met. You got it through your head that you might not be able to do it. And you turned that around, and within a month, you became a swinger. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Because we're going to talk. We're going to talk about that first experience later on in Great Sex Matters. Okay. So now you are dipping your toes into the swinging lifestyle. You've gone to Secrets. Now uh, we're going to talk about your wedding here at Hito in segment two after we take a break. But I want to know whose idea was it. To come to hedonism, who did the yeah, research? Yeah, where did you even find out about it? Okay, you, so you, you can't see this, but Victoria raised her hand. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> um, uh, while doing my research, Casual Swinger is the podcast that I listen to the absolute most, and they talk a lot about hedonism too. They come here every November and February for the most part, and that's how I heard about it and I was so confused in the beginning there's all these words and definitions like hedoism which is a thing and a location there's uh, exhibitionism that one there's voyeurism there's unicorn and there's bull and all these words I didn't know what it was anyway so I first learned about hedoism through casual swear podcast and I went to the website and saw that they offer wedding packages which is nearly nothing the cost of nearly nothing and they have a prude side if you want to have a full formal dress and tuxedo or dresses or whatever. And then they have the nude side where you can be nearly nude and get married. All, all the way nude. You can be nude, all of the course. Way nude. All yes. the way nude. Yes, <laughs> you absolutely can. You don't and, have to. And, and Most of the guests we, were nude. We came to your wedding. You had your wedding on the nude side. And we're going to talk about that in the next segment. But first, we're going to take a break. Yeah, let's take a quick break. Remind everybody that we are Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. And we're talking to newlyweds and hedo virgins, Victoria and Brian. Stay right there. So, you know, people have been asking us, what's changed after four years of doing the podcast? Well, a lot has. But to be honest, the orgasm gap still remains a challenge for many couples. You know what I'm talking about. Men tend to finish before their female partners. You've heard us talk about Promescent for years. Their urologist-developed FDA-compliant delay spray can help men last up to 64% longer without loss of sensation. And it's great because Promescent is quickly absorbed into the penis and it doesn't transfer to your partner. And speaking of your partner, I think we can all agree that sometimes women, even when alone, still have challenges around reaching orgasm. So now, Promescent has created a female arousal gel. I love it. It's a clitoral stimulant that she can rub into her clitoris for increased pleasure and a lot more satisfaction during pretty much any type of sexual activity that you can think of. Absolutely. So now they've got promescent delay spray for him and arousal gel for her. So basically, they're closing the orgasm gap on both sides. And remember to check out their amazing lubes as well. Yeah, trust us. Try these amazing products and you'll thank us later. Seriously, just write to us at ask at carolandavid.com and tell us how it went. So try Promescent today. Just go to the website www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com. Yeah, and now, and especially for a limited time, if you enter Sexy Lifestyle 15, you'll get 15% off every order. And remember, tell your friends too, that's Sexy Lifestyle 15 for 15% off. We're Carol and David, this is The Sexy Lifestyle, and now let's get back into the amazing discussion we're having with newlyweds and hedo virgins, Victoria and Brian. Let's, now let's get into the next step, because now you guys know each other, you've tried swinging, and then he proposes to you, or do you propose to him? Okay, so we were knee-deep in swinging, so to speak, at that, at that point, and she was getting really into it. And so at that point, I'm like... How many months into the relationship are we? When he proposed? At this point in time. Four months. Four months in, okay. Just keeping uh, the time zone going here because you're married at six months, right? (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Um, 
so I was like, you know, it's got to be special. It's got to be unique. And it's got to be some way to define us. And it's got to be in a way that I know she would appreciate. So um, at this point, four months in, swinging became like a core part of who we are as a couple. Um, we were active, well, I would say what we're called what, active swingers. Okay. And so what I mean by that is there's a lot of swingers out there who are passive. They're waiting for other couples to approach them. Um, and they're like iffy about it. They'll do it once or twice or three times a year. And they're not like, it's, it's there if it happens, mm-hmm. so to speak, but mm-hmm. they're not, we're like actively like trying to find friends that want to do this on a regular basis. Gotcha. Yes. Thank you for approaching us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we had found a couple and they were great people to hang out with and they were very sexy. And while we were swinging with them during the playtime, uh, while Victoria was getting fingered by the other gentleman, that's when I whispered into her ear, will you marry me? Wow. <laughs> wow. <finger> proposal. <laughs> So, Victoria, what were you thinking while your pussy's getting pounded with another fist? Right, I was courting, uh-huh. and he came down in my face, and he was like, will you marry me? My eyes got wide. I was like, now? Yes, now? <laughs> this is how you proposed to me? <laughs> That's so fun. Hold it, hold it. So, yeah. what happened? What, what did you say? Yes, you of said course. Yes. yes. I couldn't tell if she was saying yes because of the orgasm yes. or if it was yes because yes. that's what she wanted. I was just going to say that was a pretty orgasmic moment. <laughs> As we walk out of the house, you know, I hug him and I'm like, you know, we have to give a vanilla proposal story. We have to do this again, babe. This right. is not it. Right. You have to have something to tell your friends and family, right? Yeah, I didn't want to agree with that. I wanted just to have the swinger proposal, but then it immediately dawned on me, like, okay, I know that there's certain people in my family I don't want to know mm-hmm. about my lifestyle experiences, and I would have no story for them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I, like, yeah, okay, we got to do this again. And so what was the, what's the story that you tell your friends and family? Okay, so the second proposal, the vanilla one, it was on Christmas Eve. He had a scavenger hunt set up all around the house. And so I went from, you know, scavenger hunt, you know, all around the house. Did all the stations. And he had the ring at the very end. Mm. And he said, you know, will you marry me? And the children were there. Oh, okay. There you go. It was great. That's so fun. But you knew that that was going to happen because you planned it out, right? I did not know about the scavenger hunt. And he had me puzzled. Like, there were some hard. Okay. And did you know there was going to be a ring at the end? I had a feeling. A uh, feeling, okay. I want to go feeling. back to the swinger proposal. All right, yeah. So <laughs> normally, when someone proposes to someone, like I proposed to Carol right here at Hedonism on the stage in front of 300 people, you have this adrenaline rush, and then you go back to your room, and you have sex, and you fuck, and you, you consummate yes. the engagement. I, I'm trying to understand, if you proposed to her while she was getting fucked, what did you do after the proposal? Fucked again. We always fuck after we have a swinging experience. Okay, so, yes, go. we definitely cool. did. There you go. Cool. But did you finish, um, I mean, did you finish what you were doing before you got up and hugged him and everything else? Yes. Oh, yeah. The orgasm came out, Real right? Swing. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was the best orgasm ever. Sex first. All right. So now you're um, engaged. Uh, it's Christmas, officially. When did you decide to come here to Hedonism? Okay. So... Right from the very beginning, the very first week we were dating, we knew that we wanted to be together forever. So we actually booked this trip in November. Oh, you booked the trip anyways. Okay, got you. Before the proposal. Okay. It's backwards. Yes. Okay. No, you planned to come here because that was part of your journey. Got you. Okay. So now you're here. Now we're here. And w- after the proposal, you said, well, we may as well get married at Hedo while we're there in February. That's what you're saying? I would say that, yeah, I mean... We knew we wanted to get, uh, listen, we, we knew we wanted to get married on day two. Okay. I, on day two of meeting Victoria, I threw out all my dirty skeletons. Every little thing that could ever haunt me or come back and bite me in the ass. I didn't want any secrets. So what I just. Did it take you a week? <laughs> uh, it took a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, um, that's what kind of sealed the deal for her. She really appreciated that open honesty. I know there's a lot of people out there that would be like, no, you can't do that on the first day or the second date. You know, you're going to scare people but um, I was with someone that I knew was a head first person like me 
And I was like, she's either going to be into me or she's not. And this isn't going to change anything. And if she's anything like me, she would appreciate all the information up front rather than having to play the dating game and, and wait three she, months to get the information you really want. Did she reciprocate and gave her all her skeletons too? Or did you have none, Victoria? I don't really have any skeletons. I'm just okay. yeah. I'm here. Yeah, okay. Do whatever. Okay. Yeah, she she told me what she felt was important at the time. Um, she told me about all of her prior relationships and told me about her positive and negative experiences with each one. Um, and she told me everything that was important to her at the time. And meeting the kids and doing all that, was that right up front as well? That was within the, the, the week. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It wow. was fast. It yeah. is fast. For most people, that's not going to happen. Definitely move fast. Diamond all right. in the raft type of thing. So all that stuff is done. In six months, you guys have this whirlwind romance. You get your head together. You're coming to Hito. You get here. Brian, you've never been here before. Victoria, you've researched it. And, you know, things online aren't always what you expect them to be. What happened when you got here? Did you get naked right away? Uh, we got to the resort. Well, first, the trip here, it was like, okay, we're in Jamaica, and there was the tour bus, and there were some swingers on the tour bus that were to take you t- from the airport to the resort, and they I were... they were swingers. Because we were all going to the same resort. Okay. Uh, but not everybody that comes to Hito is swingers. That is true. Um, but there was some conversation during the tour bus, uh-huh. and so it all came out that uh, everyone gotcha. that everyone there were because players. Because everybody talks to everybody on the bus. Right. So go it's on. part of the journey. So we get here. Um, it's, it's very beautiful here. It's gorgeous. Um, we went to our room first, and then we wanted to kind of tour the place. Uh, so after we set up the room, we kind of toured uh, the resort a little bit, um, and then... So you wandered around, you were exploring. Yes. Okay. Eyes wide open. You weren't sure what you were going to see. The nudity didn't, it wasn't surprising to us because we had gone to Secrets, Secrets in Kissimmee yeah. uh, a bunch of times. Yeah. And so the nudity and the visual sex that was uh, that, that was occurring, which wasn't really occurring on day one, but... Um, that affected us. It didn't affect no, us No, because you... In fact, made us feel better. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because you were swingers already. It's not like it was your first time. You, you right. weren't real virgins. You were just Hito virgins. Right. right. Gotcha. Right. And, all right, so you got here, people here, naked. Um, uh, the resort isn't 100% full, so you had a bit of time to breathe, and people weren't coming up to you because you're a beautiful couple, you're a young couple, and uh, you were fresh meat. Yes, fresh meat. Um... Were people respecting the fact that you were here? And, and did you start telling people it's our wedding and come to our wedding? Yes. Absolutely. So immediately we told everyone here that we were getting married. Everyone was invited. Everyone was welcome to attend. Uh, we didn't turn anyone down. Um, but yeah, we noticed that the this resort wasn't very populated. Uh, the options were few. And there was just some people that were way outside of our age range. Um, and the couples that were with inside our range range, we did approach. Um, they told us that they weren't really swingers, though, that they mm-hmm. were kind of like curious about mm-hmm. it. And they're just kind of here and enjoying the nakedness, so to speak, of sure. it, everything. The erotic environment. It's wonderful. I appreciate the lack of crowd here. Being mm. an introvert, I kind of feel like the resort is mine. I own that. Yeah, it's very intimate. Yeah, sure. love it. Perfect time to travel. Wink, wink. And and one of the things we tell people about any lifestyle vacation, whether they're going to hedonism, desire, temptation, uh, bliss cruise, uh, 50% of the people that go on these lifestyle, open-minded vacations do not swing. They do not play. Well, they don't share their partners. They're open-minded enough to be here with sex going on around them, but fact is they don't just they just don't share their partners yeah yeah they're here for that erotic experience and uh, I'm glad that you actually encountered some of those people because we know from 13 years of swinging that people are very open and honest about how they play if they play um, right away and then you can choose to be their friends or they don't hold it against you if you decide to move on to find someone who you're compatible with. Mm-hmm. We did approach one couple uh, that we could have been interested in uh, but right away they were like Brian, you can play, but 
the guy was not doesn't play. So it was only like um, a hot wife kind of situation. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, and that's not really your thing, right? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, we could do that, but that's not really why we're here. That's, mm-hmm. that's our, our, our situation as well. All right, so tell us a little bit about your wedding day when you woke up in the morning and you're anticipating now getting married. Tell us about that feeling and, and what happened. And <laughs> Victoria's smiling. She's reminiscing about the day. It all went by so fast. Yeah, we wake up and we're in paradise. Beautiful sunrise. Came down for breakfast at the buffet. We're telling everyone, today's the day. Everyone's like, we're going to be there at 3 o'clock. It's fantastic. Really, my mind goes straight to the getting ready part. The morning just went by so fast. Mm -hmm. So, okay, at this point, my vows were were written down before we even got on the plane to come here. I told Brian, we're not having phones at the altar, please. Please, no (laughs) phones at the altar. You have to write this down. So it's time for me to start getting ready. In a nice way, I kick him out of the room. He goes to the bar, gets a Hito napkin, and writes his vows. Now he had them pre-written or typed out on the phone, so it's not, you know, thinking of it at that moment. But But he did bring the napkin to the altar. I love that he has a Hito (laughs) napkin. I love it. So I'm getting ready. Now I came down, we came down with a traveling group, Rachel's Rascals. And um, some of the ladies with Rachel's Rascals wanted to help me get ready. So I invited them up to the room. They're helping, they're doing my hair, they're doing my makeup. It's fantastic. They go down to be um, with the crowd. And the photographer comes in, he starts taking some photos of me in the window, and he has me walk down the steps. And I'm starting to get nervous at this point because I realize this is happening. This is really happening. This is actually going to happen. Six months after you said hello to your guy. (laughs) Yes. So I'm walking down, and we get to right where the building stops and the sidewalk begins. So I'm hiding behind the building. I hear the music turn on. And emotions just start flowing. I start walking down the aisle and I'm crying and I'm like, I can't believe I'm crying. Oh my gosh, I have to stop crying. Don't feel bad. Carol cried too. (laughs) I'm so excited. So happy. I see my groom standing at the altar. He turns to face me. We make eye contact and the tears lighten up and I'm just going straight to my husband to be. That was very, very nice. Isn't it cool how you guys came here not knowing anyone? And we were at your wedding, and there was probably 30 people there. At least, right? And, you know, all of a sudden, someone's taking the video of your whole event. And the the lifestyle community is all about the people. It's all about, you know, having a happy time. And when you came here and you said, we're getting married, we said, okay, you know, we're coming. And people just show up because that's what lifestyle people do is they get together with other people and when it comes to a wedding they don't happen often but it's such a special occasion and you look absolutely gorgeous oh my gosh yes let's describe a little bit about what you wore was it a lacy onesie Mm -hmm. yes so going from nude to dressed okay so nude okay i have a a white lace bodysuit um just like a onesie style yes. okay on top of that I have a lace robe okay Sh- very sheer and then on top of that I have a double layer veil so it's very lacy and but still sexy you see skin mm-hmm. yeah there it was, it was perfect and what about the brooch that you wore in the middle what yes, about that? right in the middle I have a gold brooch because see the robe is open and uh-huh. so I tied it nice and tight to show my figure yeah and so that that crisscross of the tie looked a little wonky, so I covered up with the nice jewels. Oh, it was beautiful. beautiful. Yes. Victoria is a gorgeous woman. She has amazing tits and a nice curvy ass. And, and we saw a lot of people helping the groom get dressed also on the beach. We were watch- watching you. Tell us about that experience. So, again, the like what you said, David, the Hedo community was very helpful. Like The people I didn't know were helping me out. Uh, they had me in their room. Uh, to use their mirror because it was closer to the wedding location, um, helping me with my tie. Uh, they took video and photos of us, um, and it when wasn't just request. one couple. You I'm know, talking like three, to. four, yeah. five couples I didn't know were all like actively participating, helping of both of us course. get ready. Yes. So describe a little bit about what Brian wore. 
Okay, so Brian wore sexy boxers that look like tuxedo. He had a cufflinks on with a bow tie and a black vest, so his chest hair just kind of peekabooed out, and I love it. There was there was something else peekabooing out. That those boxers or shorts that he was wearing the really showed his package. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'd like a little tuxedo front, right in the right spot. <laughs> no, it was really nice, you guys. So, and so you went through the ceremony, and the minister who officiated, uh, we've seen him before. He's fantastic. The photographer has a great sense of humor. So you get through all this stuff, you sign the papers, you got your champagne. Did you consummate your marriage right away? Okay, so that night, we wanted to pace ourselves, okay? So uh, we got married at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Right. We didn't have sex right away. Okay. But we had... You know, you could have had sex right there. <laughs> you could have, right? <laughs> but I think the photographer was there and he wanted to do your we photo We did, shoot, yeah. Right? right after the ceremony, we took a lot of photos. We had an hour with the photographer. Right. It's very sexy, sexy photos. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so that evening, let's see, Tuesday night, we have the glow party here. Right. So oh, yes. we party. Oh, it's, that com story it's coming maybe. back. It's coming so back. <laughs> yeah, so we started uh, the glow party um, at the pool deck, the main pool deck uh, by the main bar, and the uh, atmosphere was really charged. People were dancing. We've got glow lights on, and uh, it was right off the bat. Victoria was super horny, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I absorb the energy of whoever we're with, and I'm just absorbing that energy. I'm getting really turned on, and so we, she's like, I want you to fuck me right here, right now. And I was like, well, I need to go pee first. Let me go pee. And she's like, fuck that. I'm coming with you. And so we went into the men's bathroom <laughs> and we just fucked into the first stall we saw. And we weren't done there. So after people were coming in and out and they were watching and they were like, oh, thank you for the show. We appreciate that. <laughs> and so um, we went out. To, we left the bathroom to get a drink. And then we went to dance a little bit more. We danced with some other people and we were being sexy and flirty. And then at some point she starts, she just drops down and starts giving me head on the dance floor. And then I kind of pick her up and take her to one of the lounge chairs right off the, the side of the pool. I th think we had sex for about two hours straight. Wow. Right, right there, there on the, the, right there. And his toes have like this burn on them from the fabric of the chair. <laughs> I have sex burn on my feet from all the sex we had in that chair. Success. I think you're officially married. <laughs> um, and so we were flat out exhausted after that. We got some drinks. We went over to the hot tub area and then to the pool. And then we started having more sex by the pool uh, in front of other people that were there. Um, we're the newlyweds. Yes. So we got away with... I think you're no longer Hedo virgins. Exactly. <laughs> I like the fact that you're talking about the sex you had together mm -hmm. and you didn't swing with anyone on your wedding night. Right. We kind of wanted to. We really did. But we went to bed just early. <laughs> 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 we didn't have a lot of available people at the time um, or people that we were really interested. We're, kinda, we're not just going to swing with anybody. But right. I'll, I'll tell you something that we've seen at all these resorts for people who get married. Even though you guys are a great looking couple and a lot of couples do get married, respect is paramount at, at mm. all these resorts. And people will leave you to yourselves on the day you get married because that's what you're supposed to do. Well, supposed to. Of course, if you're actively searching. But no, I, 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 I agree it. with but what th you're saying. Th they're not going to come up and try and get you to come play with them. If you wanted to swing, all you had to do was ask someone and they would say yes. Mm -hmm. But that one special day is left for you guys. So we get back to the room. It's about 2 o'clock in the morning. And then we go another hour hour and a half wow he's got some stamina babe we're gonna have a great great sex matter segment <laughs> he's a machine a machine so uh yeah we went right to bed after that we fell asleep woke up had more great sex and then went to breakfast uh at that point I'm spent. I'm done. I'm a guy that's done with sex for we a little while. We saw you having a nap all afternoon. <laughs> well, I was going to say, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, that's, no kidding, you're spent. That is one whirlwind tour. So we're going to take a break, and we're going to tell everyone, uh, we're going to get into a bit of your sex lives, but we had dinner with you that night, and we ended up playing with you guys that same evening, so we're going to get into that in a second.
Yeah, let's just remind everybody we are uh, Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are talking with newlyweds and, well, I was going to say Hedo virgins, but non-Hedo virgins at this they point. They started the show as Hedo <laughs> virgins, but now they're not. Victoria and Brian. So coming up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters. First, a shout-out from another one of our show sponsors, so stay right there. We're not going anywhere. We are going to talk about Hedonism 2 Resort in Jamaica, where we are right now. You know it's one of our favorite places to hang out naked on the beach, and it is the sexiest place on earth where you can be as mild or as wild as you like. And we're broadcasting here on location. We've been here since January 15th. You can come down and join us. Sure, absolutely. Be on our podcast. Yeah. Um, it's a great place to be. Like uh, Victoria was saying, it's very intimate. It is not full right now, but there are a lot of people coming in. It's safe. And I know everybody's worried about COVID, but they are definitely, well, we feel safe anyways. They're definitely doing all the, the COVID protocols here. And listen, we're just loving our away office. We are. We're not on vacation. We're working. That's <laughs> sure. why we're doing our podcast. And if you can work from home, you can work from Hedo. So if you want to join us and get naked on the beach with us, you just have to go to the sexylifestyle.com website and click on the Hedo link to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. Absolutely. Alrighty. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. And now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Great sex matters, and we all deserve it. This is the part of the show where we like to get down and dirty with our guests, and I know this discussion is going to be very hot because it's so hot already. And we actually got down and dirty (laughs) with Victoria and Brian. Exactly. But before we get into that, guys, we want to know about that first fuck you had together. When you first met. Tell us that story. Go back. Brian, that's your story. Yeah. Remind us where you were, how long you've been together, and get right into it. Okay, so we meet at my apartment, and we're having a great time, and eventually Victoria goes, you know, where's the bedroom? And I said, oh, you want to see the bedroom? So we go over to the bedroom, and we get on the bed, and we're kissing and we're touching, but we're not going to go there on the first day, right? That's where our mindset was. I had that mindset, and I'm pretty sure she had that mindset, too. Um, but at, at some point she's getting really turned on by my aggressiveness and not like in a predatorial kind of a way, but more of a sexual, like aggressive, the, yes, the growl, exactly the growl of, of everything. And so, um, she's getting really turned on and she goes, you know, okay. So going back, this is day one, remember day one. And he had mentioned about he was a swinger in the past. So I, I started talking about that. I'm like, let's talk a little bit more about this experience you've had. So how many people have you been with? And he was like, well, probably, he was calculating at least 100, 150 people. I'm like, really? Wow, okay, this is awesome. And then so our conversation continues and then I get really turned on by his aggressiveness, like he said, and then I'm like, okay, well, you've been with 150 people. How about we can play if you take off my jeans with your teeth? Oh. And my jeans had the buttons instead of zippers. Uh-huh. So and why did you think that that would be a challenge for him? Because it's all buttons. Okay, good. I got it. <laughs> they were tight. They were buttons. But I'm like, challenge accepted. And I made short work of that. Absolutely. <laughs> and so, so those came off real quick. Okay. And oh my gosh, the way he kissed my inner thighs, I melted right away. Uh-huh. I'm getting steamy hot right now myself just thinking about it. And so you melted. And then, then what? Did you just, were you just submissive and did let him Did you slide ha- your cock into her or no, did you take I want, your wait, time? I no, 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 no. You, you just you, let him take, you, you absolutely, take you? you take your time, especially on the first go around. You don't just go slam it in there. You know, first you impressions are a big thing, right? You take your time, you build it up. So I just built up all that aggressive tension and I just released it all in my hands and all on my lips and I just put it all over her body. And so by the time that we were ready for intercourse, she just wanted it. And she was like, stop and just fuck me. I heard those words the other night. <laughs> and then what I was going to say was you were like, you're, you're feeling every moment. What was going through your head, Victoria? You were trying to assess, is this guy as amazing as I think he is? And then did it? Absolutely. Did so every conversation we've had up to that point has been nothing but magical. And now I'm having this magical sexual experience. And tell us, had you had, have you had, had you had sex recently at that particular time? No, it had been several weeks, over a month. Wow! So you were starving for it. I was starving. I was. And what thirsty. about you, Brian? When was the last time you had had sex prior to? That's funny. Uh, probably a week prior to that, I went on a date with a girl who made me meet her at a 
public park in front of other moms and I was there alone and they all like looked at me like I was some like child predator for a little <laughs> while and then finally she comes out after she's 20 minutes late and she goes that way if you kidnap me all these people are going to remember your face oh my god <laughs> you're, uh, you're out of here right. let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about that first swinger experience that you guys had oh so much fun as the journey continues I want to hear okay so we went wait, to wait, what was going through your head when you decided that you were going to go to a swinger club like Tell us a little bit about the preemption going there. The very first experience yeah. we went there, I wanted to be comfortable with the environment before it was crowded. So I went on a newbie night. Right. We had fun in the reflections room, felt comfortable there, decided, you know what, let's go on a Saturday night. Now, the following Saturday was Labor Day Saturday, Labor okay. Day weekend. And so Secrets was packed. Lots of people came in for the long weekend. So we're locals, so we didn't get a room. We just went. And so we're there on the dance floor, and I'm an introvert, so I normally don't approach people. I'm normally the one being approached. He dared me. He was like, see that couple over there? I was like, yeah. You know, she's cute, like her dress, he's hot. He's like, I dare you to go talk to them. And I like challenges. I looked at him, felt a little shy. I was like, all right. So I go up to her and I start dancing. Wait, wait, you left him. So you walked away. I did. You didn't drag him behind I you. I did. Okay. No, I was like a shark with a target. Okay. I totally used her like a missile. I gotcha. just released her out into the wild. I got you. Okay. Never done this before. I didn't approach guys in the past. So I didn't really know what I was doing. Our uncharted territory, as they say. So I'm like dancing next to her. My body kind of touched her a little bit. She's at the bar. So I go to the bar. So we, after she's dancing, I see them introduce and I'm like, okay. Everyone's all smiles. I walk over. I'm introducing myself, and Victoria's introducing me to them. And we start hanging out and talking and dancing. We're having a great time. We're still hanging at the bar. We're still hanging out the bar, and we're dancing a little bit okay. by, off to the side. And then at some point, they just disappeared. They were gone. Okay. Maybe they told us what they were doing, but we didn't hear it. We yep. didn't know. They just disappeared. And then immediately after they left, another couple had approached us and said we were waiting for them to leave. And they introduced themselves to us. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, and they were okay. They weren't like hot, drop-dead gorgeous people, but they were attractive enough, and we started getting really, we got along with them. And She was gorgeous, in my opinion. And She had a really tight white t-shirt and her, mm. her boobs. Yeah, yeah. nice. Oh, Victoria's biting her lip. <laughs> so we're dancing with them, and then the first couple comes back with drinks, and they're like, we were just gone to get drinks. And then so I just immediately went into, this is so-and-so and so-and-so. They're also here. So I kind of introduced both couples to each other. And they both got along very well. And then one of them had a room. And they just invited all of us to go to their room together. The mermaid room. Wow. So we get to the room. And immediately the girls start playing together, which is usually par for the course. Nice way to start. I hate when that happens. This is my first experience with women oh cool so you kiss tell us what tell us about that what did you do so the two other women they started to kiss and they started to caress and they invited me over and I was naked at this point and so they started to touch me and they kissed my neck and so I kissed their neck and then we kissed each other's faces and then it was just women and all the guys were just watching us so three guys and three women and I was like come on guys I want to have some fun with you guys too and so we invited the guys into the bed and I started playing with this Russian girl. It was one of them was a Russian couple, and and she was she was very sexy, very drop dead gorgeous. Um, we're all, and we all just started playing. And at some point, it was like everyone just rotated partners, and we switched over, and we continued playing. And there was lots of inner cross play. So every once in a while, I would be having sex with the Russian girl, and I'd reach over and kiss Victoria. Uh, we made eye contact frequently. Um, we touched hands frequently. Sometimes I'd rub her thigh. Um, but so, so Victoria, I'm going to interrupt for a second because I want you to get into a little bit of who you are. So this is the first time that you're seeing Brian's cock in someone else's pussy, and he's seeing a different cock in your pussy. Now, I know you explained to us how you viewed sexuality um, prior to learning about the swinging lifestyle. I'd like you to explain that a little bit and then tell us how you felt when you saw another woman fucking your man. So, the guy was on me. 
and three minutes in, he was like, oh my God, I'm going to come. And I was thinking, no, not yet, not already. I look over. Because Victoria's a machine. Like, she needs a pit crew of people to take care of her. Like, if five guys weren't in the room, it wouldn't be enough people there to take care of her. <laughs> I look over and I see Brian, and he's getting on with this beautiful blonde. And I'm just having fun. I That emotional worry that I had previous is not even existent. Mm-hmm. I'm just having fun. And there's a lot to the story that we want to share. But after everything was said and done, where I could reevaluate everything, and that's when your mind starts thinking too much, you know? I never got jealous. I never felt as though I was hurt by him. Mm-hmm. You felt I was a swinger, and I didn't yeah. know it. Yeah, right. there you go. Absolutely. The, the point I was getting to was you, you had explained to us um, earlier on this week that um, you had a different view on sexuality um, before you found out about swinging. Yeah. So a term that I've learned recently is demisexual. And I did some research on it. And now it's recent that I've learned about this. So I might have it off you know, a little. But from what I understand, I'm a demisexual and most people aren't. Most people can see an attractive person and right then they want to have sex with that person because they're so attractive. I'm not like that. I can see an attractive person and I totally appreciate their beauty, but I don't want to have sex with them. I want to have sex with someone that I am emotionally connected with. And that's why in the beginning of the whole swinger, considering being a swinger, I felt as though I couldn't do it because I am a demisexual. And so I, how could I have an emotional connection with all these people? You can't do that. Well, maybe you can, but I can't do that. And so when I had this first experience, I didn't have an emotional connection with any of these people. They were literally just toys like Brian had taught me or told me. I, so yeah. it turns out that you can. I could totally, yeah. totally. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. So now we've heard about your first fuck. We've heard about your first swinging experience. Let's talk about the We heard about all your fucking at Hito after you got married. There was a, that was a long <laughs> list. Now let's talk about your first swinging experience here at Hito. First swinging experience here at Hito is also the first swinging experience we had as newlyweds. <laughs> so with the lovely Carolyn David. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, you guys being the extroverts that you are approach extroverts (laughs) (laughs) definitely you invited us to dinner like an innocent dinner right seduced us kind of game of pool (laughs) i'm not sure seducing (laughs) i think you guys seduced us let's be honest okay it was mutual okay a mutual seduction going on here so So tell us about the the um the dungeon which was your idea you really wanted to go into the dungeon and we were happy we had heard about the dungeon yeah. and the playrooms here. We had not been in at this at this point. And we're with you, and we had a fantastic dinner. We pushed out some pool. We had some drinks and some dancing. Dungeon's right there. Playroom's right there. Like, let's go explore. Let's go see what there is. And we're hot, and we're sexy. Let's go do this. Yep. And so we... My first experience on the swing. Right, that so was one of the things you wanted to try. Yeah, right? sweet. So in the dungeon, there's a swing. So first, and that Carol was the first gets thing. on the swing. Yeah, you wanted me to show you. In a millisecond, Brian is between her legs, <laughs> licking her pussy. I was just trying to show Victoria what to do, right? Yeah, and she bent over the horse and was sucking my cock. <laughs> That's yes. how it, it all started. Yes, yes. And then um, Victoria wanted her turn on the swing. Right, and how we did we that feel? It out. Laying on a bed of leather being eaten out by David felt amazing. It was awesome. I, I want to go do it again <laughs> after <laughs> the right. show, maybe. <laughs> All right. Maybe. But it was, it was really hot in there because there was a couple of other couples and they were... See, like he told me there was other people in there. Like I was so busy. I didn't even know. I thought we were alone. And, and they were watching us. And, and yeah. I'm, I'm surprised Carol didn't see them, but I love the thought of people watching us having sex. And then we finished on the swing and um, I went down, I finished eating your pussy, and then she goes, I w- oh no, I fucked you on the swing. Right? She says, I want you to fuck me on the swing, and it's like, Hell Well, yeah. to me, that's what the swing's all about, it's it getting is, that is, right angle, right? And then my legs started giving out a little <laughs> bit, and we rolled down, and we started playing all together as four, and then you want to describe what Brian did to you? He was eating your pussy, and you had that... You have a very sexy orgasm. Thank you. I don't like talking about my own orgasm. I don't know why. It just doesn't come out automatically. The orgasm came out pretty (laughs) massive. I'm blushing already. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. So it got hot in the room. So then we went out to the. Like no, the you know what? I got. I, d- I do have to say. I'm not talking about my orgasm here. I do have to say, you guys are so fucking hot. You're so amazing, so sexy. You had me so turned on the whole evening from the pool game to the dancing. And there was no way I was going to say, no, let's not go into the dungeon. You know what I mean? You guys are really, really hot couple. So as we, as we go out, I'm going to back up to the beginning of the evening where Victoria put in a tail Ooh. and wore a butt plug all evening. Yes, yes. It was fetish night here right. at Hedonism too. And I decided to wear my, fur, my butt plug that has a tail on it, in my public. fur tail and um, it's the longest time I've ever worn it I came to the show sat down was wearing it It was actually quite comfortable sitting it wasn't like uncomfortable like you'd imagine yeah and it worked out really well because we went out into the um, open area where the main playroom is not the dungeon and we went into the pool and we cooled down because it was getting very warm and then Victoria lays herself out against a post and said Fuck me up the ass. Mm, you and said I was. It was more <laughs> like mm, some anal. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And because you know what he hears, right? You say that this is all he hears. <laughs> Fuck me up the ass. It's <laughs> interesting what she says and what he hears. Yes. Exactly. So it's always the way. Males have different filters. <laughs> but just lay it out with the open sky and the, the stars sky, and the full she was, moon. She was bent over like at almost 45 degrees, yeah. right? You two were in the in the water. And watching. We were watching. And because she had just taken out her tail access was so simple it was just slid right in we fucked and then you guys joined us we went on the beds and had an amazing amazing fuck session and then i said okay i'm ready to come and victoria what did you say come all over my body and he sure did (laughs) he exploded and then she sucked my cock and kissed me oh that's right Yes, all of those things. See, it's fun that we can recall all these things afterwards, it, right? It's really, for us, It was. it's going to be one of those memorable evenings because you guys are such an amazing, hot, sexy couple. So, guys, we are coming to the end of the show. I'm hot and horny now, and, you know, thinking about all that fun time we had together. Thank you again. But we, what we'd like to do is just leave our audience with a final piece of advice. So, Victoria, for other women out there who might meet their soulmate, fall in love and then find out that they're in some type of alternative lifestyle like swinging or kink or poly what would you say to them based on the experience you've had with brian just keep an open mind and do research don't 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 just say no from the beginning it might be a colorful situation just do your research test your limits test your boundaries and know who you are before you just say no to the person and for the guys out there, if you're with a partner who is interested or curious about the lifestyle, the worst thing you can do is pressure them or force them into situations where they'll feel uncomfortable. Uh, that'll be the surefire way of getting them a negative first experience. And if you give your partner a negative first experience in the lifestyle, they're not going to want to continue with more experiences. And one thing that I got out of this conversation about you guys meeting and really making this connection is how open your conversations were between each other right from day one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Our communication, I couldn't ask for someone better with communication and you pull I it out of me too. Yeah, so the communication is really key. Like being able to talk about your deepest feelings, your deepest desires and fantasies and also the deepest things that concern you when you're talking about things that you're afraid like I don't know how they're gonna react when I say this if you have this relationship where no matter what your partner says even if it's if it's hurtful to you that's how they're feeling you have to just accept that that's how they're perceiving that's how they're feeling and then you have to do what you can to mitigate or alleviate or take care of that situation uh, or concern uh, that way they can feel comfortable or at least understand where you're coming from. Right. And, and so that communication is very, very important. That's how you build the trust and the security in your relationship. And that's why you don't feel the jealousy that you were worried about. Yes. Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here, sharing a week of your wedding bliss, your sex, great time in the playroom. It's been such a pleasure uh, getting to know you guys. Uh, We hope we can stay in touch uh, and we wish you lots of love and great sex going forward. Thank you so much, David and Carol. It's a pleasure to be here. All right, amazing. And so, Brian, tell us uh, what other things you've done during your COVID hiatus. 
Um, well, I finished my fourth book. Uh, I have published four now. It's a series. It's a science fiction series called Galactic Startup. Uh, and so I, w I just finished the fourth one uh, recently, and I'm just starting on the fifth one now. It's, well, it's amazing how someone could be so horny and sexual <laughs> and he's writing about sci-fi. No, that's okay. That's great. It's another outlet, right? Another outlet for creativity. So that's really cool. Where is it published? It's published on Amazon. Uh, it's called Galactic Startup. If you've got Kindle Unlimited, it's free. So anybody who's interested in that kind of thing, just go ahead and download it, right? Absolutely. Thank you. And, of course, we're learning more and more each week from all our, our guests, and we hope that you do, too. And if you have any questions, you can always send us an email at ask at carolyndavid.com. And please remember to stay safe and healthy and follow all the suggested protocols issued by your local health authorities. Wash your hands, avoid touching your face, practice social distancing, and please wear a mask. And when your turn comes up, please go and get vaccinated. All right. That's the end of another great show with two amazing, sexy, horny guests. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having us, Carol, David. Thank you so much. Thank you. It is our pleasure, and every week we want to thank all our guests for being there week in and week out. Join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health, and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I want to send you lots of love and great sex. And please, please, please stay safe. And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 